What's up? This is T, host of the Child by T podcast. First of all, I want to thank you for clicking on this episode. But if you like, comment, and subscribe, I will thank you even more. Also, if you're watching this right now, I need you to do one thing and one thing only. Well, besides the first couple things I told you to do. I need you to go get our merch. Go get our merch. Go get our merch. All you have to do is go to www.chopbyteapodcast.com. Again, that's www.chopbyteapodcast.com. Go get the merch. Go get the merch. Go get the merch. Thank you. What's up? What's up? This is the Chop, Chop by T Podcast. I'm your boy, Sko. Today, I got a special guest with me. She's my dog, my friend, strong woman, a loving mother, entrepreneur, a hustler. We got Kendra. Tell them what's up, Kendra. Hi, everyone. I'm very excited. So, again, be here with Scott and my dog, like you said. So, we got to get it on in and give you all what you all been needing. How you been doing? Uh, I've been good. Been I good. will not complain. Okay. Um, if we complain, it wouldn't, it wouldn't fix you. It wouldn't, do no, it wouldn't do no good. You know, I really say that I'm finally at a place where... Mm-hmm. Everything, you everything know how clicking. it was, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. everything is starting to click, yeah. and it's just all, it's all on me, so. Yeah, I want to get straight into, I mentioned you was a strong, you know, loving mother, but you actually started parenthood early. You want to give them that story? Yes, uh, so I actually started parenthood 18, uh, I found out I was pregnant when I was 18. Doing that hunch. Um, yeah, I was out of... <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is when your mom, you know, like, like you know, yeah. she know I'm doing something, but I'm like, no, I'm not mom. So I actually became pregnant when I was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, I had him when I was 19. Mm-hmm. I was in the middle of, I was at Tennessee, Tennessee State University. Right. Came home, got pregnant or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very scary time. Uh, you know, you know about the yeah. story. You know, Colin's dad was actually, you know, killed when mm-hmm. I was seven months pregnant. So it was really a lot. It was really a lot. You were forced to be a single mother early. I was early. forced. Yeah. I was really forced. You know, no government assistance, no help, no mm-hmm. anything, you know, coming from me. Mm-hmm. As a, I'm not, I wasn't never preparing to be a mom so early. Like, so it was all just a shock and so new, you know, mm-hmm. like being 19, I'm supposed to be living my life. Mm-hmm. And um, life really got real. Did you ever feel like you wanted to give up sometimes? Like, was it, was it that, that tough for you? Like when I was pregnant or now? Uh, while you was going caring. through the process of just, you know, raising yes. him. Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, I had plenty, especially when I was pregnant, especially after he had passed away, and I had plenty of moments, mm-hmm. um, breakdowns, crying out. You know, like my mom, actually, I called her. I can remember it. I called my mama one day. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, I just told her I was going in, just breaking down, crying. She was like, well, baby, you at an age where you got to find out who God is for yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I can remember that conversation, and ever since that day, it changed, it's, it changed my life. Like, yeah. I can say that I'm not perfect, but, like, just having God, having somebody ahead mm. and that I can go to, that I can trust, and just really just put everything upon because, yeah. you know, life and everything, so. It's important because it's important. People don't realize that, like, when you when people have kids and stuff like that early, like, your mom and your dad, they got to step up to the place. They, they they were young at one time, too, and I'm yes. glad she stepped up for you. That's awesome. Yes, but also she didn't know how to deal with her 19-year-old being a single mother without the father. So she wasn't – she was there financially. Mm-hmm. She was there as much as she could be Yeah, mentally as well. But mm-hmm. like she told me, she didn't mean any harm by it, but mm-hmm. I really had to kind of just – go through it and just heal and things on my own. Like, both of y'all going through this at the same yes, time. Y'all yes. going together. And I actually, 
I had grew a grudge with my mom about that because mm. I wanted her to be here. But as I'm older, I had to realize she didn't know how to be. Now you understand. Now I understand, and I'm so glad that I had a mother to tell me to just, I ain't going to say just go pray about it, this, but I really had to go and figure out and do what was best for me because I knew that I couldn't lose myself all while still trying to figure it out because I had mm-hmm. this little human being yeah. who just definitely just definitely looks up to me mm-hmm. definitely looks up to me and even at the age now you know he's seven now mm-hmm. so you know seven years in he'll be eight this year um i can really say the transition i can really see why i went through that mm-hmm. you know growing up spoiled you know everybody always said can't you so spoiled you know and i never really realized but mm-hmm. like no for real it was it was bad you know like so i have another person to look after and yeah. to take care of so i have to put a lot of things on the the back end, mm-hmm. you know, putting everything on the back end and just putting a lot of my things and my ways to the side, but it also helped me to get to where I'm in. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I would tell anybody, you know, going through those different things, it's definitely going to be those. I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, tired. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I can't do it and embrace that. Mm-hmm. How did it um, inspire you when it comes to your hustle? Like, did that, did that push you, you having your kid that early, did that push you to, like, come out here and do the things you do yes. now, like, as far as entrepreneurship? Yes. I never wanted to be a deadbeat mother. I never wanted to be the person that anybody would look at and be like, look at her, she, you know, you know how it is. You know, some girls, you know. <laughs> I now, know I, went out, I went out, I went out, I party, you know, I would take them to a babysitter, mm-hmm. but even as I was, I was still getting to it. I was still working, I was still going to school, I was... But I still needed time. I was still growing. Like, think about it. 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah. You know, so I was still doing all those little things. But, like, now that I'm finally at this age, you know, we got so many different things on the internet. People showing us and telling us, you know, we went through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So the pandemic really opened up a lot of financial literacy to the to the black community. Yeah, sit so, down and learn. Yeah, yeah. So I just took that and actually uh, being able to watch you all, watching just mm-hmm. my peers and watching other people on social media really getting up every day mm-hmm. with this hustle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I, I did go to school. Yeah. I'm not going to let that degree go to oh, waste. Oh, yeah, you got to say that. that yeah. Not going to let that day go to waste. So, you know, so. <laughs> actually just being able to want to kill the stereotype mm. of going to school and people like, oh, school was a waste of time. School was actually the mm-hmm. best thing that I ever did. Yeah. If I wouldn't have went to school, I wouldn't be where I'm at where I'm today. I got a, I struggle with that because, you know, I, I graduated with criminal justice, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't even like the fucking police. So I get mad sometimes like, why the fuck did I major in there? Why didn't I major in business? Because that's what I'm doing. We got this podcast. I ain't doing nothing in my field, so I kind of struggle with that, but I still got it to fall back on if something, something nothing don't go right. And I, you never, I can jump in that field. You never, it's not something to beat yourself up about. Yeah. It's something that, you, like you said, I can fall back mm-hmm. on this. And in the meantime, just continue doing exactly what you are doing because as I tell myself, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be yeah, at right now in yeah. my life. Like, I'm literally exactly where I'm supposed to be. So no matter where you are or however it is, you're exactly where you're supposed to be and you were supposed to have that. But so now you have that drive. It's, it's already Now you got that drive. Yeah. I don't really want to go back and use this because I don't know what I'm going to get myself into. So, again, I got to stay ahead and just really stay focused. And exactly. Like like I was telling you earlier, like, you had your moments. Yeah. You're going had them moments, <laughs> embrace them moments. You be like, this, I don't want to do nothing. I'm tired. I can't do anything. My mental, I need to take those breaks. Because what we doing, we shooting for the stars. We trying to be content creators. Take those breaks. And you know, like, I'm mean, like, I'm the reason why I did business is because 
again, 19, you know, I was working in factories. Yeah. I was going in third shift. Really, really working. Third shift, y'all, leaving my baby at home, having to find a a, a babysitter. And, again, like, I had my best friend. Mm. You know, so keep your best friend, keep the ones close. Thank God for her throughout this process. My best friend, she, we worked at a factory mm. together. Actually, third shift, I had found out I was pregnant. And she was like, you know, she wound up telling me she got a new job at the bank. I was so excited for her, so happy for her. She had to step foot in, so you know she was just telling me I wasn't really trying to go then. You know I was okay, you right. know, pregnant, just okay. And I actually, you know, my last third shift job, I think I was working at Unilever in Covington. Mm-hmm. I got that call. Got a pattern. I got a pattern. I went to the bank, and it's been on ever since. But I actually found my niche. So again, I feel like I was right where I was supposed mm-hmm. to be. I've went through everything. Exactly, because they say your life is already planned out. You can't really stop yeah, this and this and that. You can control a lot of the things, but I'm actually, I was where I was, where I was, I was supposed to be. Because, yeah. like, I was able to take working from the banks, take the banks. I actually came, when I came to Nashville, working for one of the uh, the largest investment banks in the world. Not the United States, the world. Mm, so all that molded you yes. and helped you get to where you were today. Yes. That's crazy yes. how life work out. Yeah. Everything already written. Yes. So, you know, and, I, and again, I would put out there where I'm at now, but of course I'm no, very private. Yeah, 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 I'm very private. But I can say that my, um, I just literally, like I was telling you about the increase. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. staying really grounded and, again, like, creating that hustle with doing mm-hmm. taxes and a lot of different things this year. i just been proving to myself and Sp- showing myself. Speaking of that, I wanted to know, like, who support who supported you the most? Was it strangers or was it, like, family and friends? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's say, one of my biggest dilemmas. Let me say, like, okay, so family did not understand. Mm-hmm. My family did not understand. They never do. My mom was like, who going to watch this baby? This? And I was like, I don't know who going to watch this baby. And I don't care. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm going after. Yeah. So I had a lot of strangers. Like my best friend, she would help me mentally and emotionally supportive because we stayed in different cities. Right. But I, my prayer life definitely increased because I didn't know where my help was coming from. Mm-hmm. And me actually having to step in. Like, I started having to bring my son to Jackson. When I was working in Jackson and, you know, staying in Brownsville, mm-hmm. I had to bring Kylan to a different city just to put him in child care so that I can work, go to school, take him off, maybe take him to, like you said, like a family member or mm-hmm. a friend or somebody down, like, I, strangers. Yeah. Like, my his, my son's godmother, her best friend and her daughter really stepped in and helped me my last two years of mm-hmm. when I was in undergrad. Mm-hmm. These are two strangers I did not know about. Yeah. I just knew that my son loved her daughter. And I needed the help, so I couldn't be like, I just had to trust God. Right, right. That's how it always so. be, though. It, it be like that. You be thinking it's going to be certain people, but it be the ones you least suspect My to help you was out. not going. She, she wasn't going. No. She you made need, you grow you, up. Yes. <laughs> like, but now nothing is impossible. Yeah. I asked her, I said, what you going to do when I'm a millionaire? And that's, and that's why I wanted you on her to, like, show, like, younger women, because you, you had him young. And look where you are today. I feel like other women, other young women need to see this. Because some, you know, they ain't got that hustle like they Nothing should. Nothing is impossible. Everybody wants everything easy. Yeah. Nothing worth social having media. in life. Yeah, social media. Nothing worth having in life comes easy. But see, the difference between me and how I really keep mm-hmm. going, I don't deal with social media like Mm-mm. that. You, I don't pop out. I pop out. I ain't gonna, I'm not taking that back. I pop out here and there. But yeah. only if I'm really feeling it. You gotta I'm celebrating. You got to have some fun. Yeah. But... What are you celebrating? Yeah. It, it have, it's better when you're celebrating something and doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, I still go out with my friends, get some drinks and this mm-hmm. and this and that. But, you know, like, for us, keep it up, like, 
I had a hair malfunction coming on here. I'm like, it is what it is. It Let is me do what I got to do. Moving. Like, you know, some people won't even step out wearing their real hair. Yeah. You know, like, so, yeah. I, again, like, social media really does not dictate my life because, again, I worked at banks. Mm-hmm. I know what goes on in the black community. See Y'all are going to get in the neck of the balance just to go get your hair and your nails done. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but you got how many likes? What's the craziest shit you've seen when it comes to dealing with black people at the banks? Wanting the money right then and right there and not understanding the repercussion and everything that comes behind it. I don't mm-hmm. do overdraft. Don't put no overdraft on my account. I don't care how good uh-huh. the bank makes it sound. So you're going to pull up, you're going to go in the negative 800 <sighs> That's what they used to do. You're going to negative $800. You got a paycheck coming in. Half of your paycheck is gone. Going so now already. you're making this repetitive habit. But again... That's there in case of an emergency, mm-hmm. and I do get it because mm-hmm. I was there. I hadn't been to the paycheck to paycheck phase in my yeah, life. Yeah. Thank God, not no more. Yeah. I've been there, but again, that's a really a cycle. The banks thrive off of that. Mm-hmm. They push that. Yeah. Get them to sign up for that. We need those fees. Need the extra but money. you're you're doing the the community. You're not doing us a favor. Is you're not doing us a favor by making it that easy for us when all you have to do is get out here and create you another. Hustle. Yep. Go to work. I don't knock people to work. I start working nine to five, and now I have a job, a flexible time off. Mm. I have a job where it's not paycheck to paycheck anymore, but again, mm. I stay down. Mm. I didn't take the easy road out. I didn't want to go scam up and, yeah. you know, the PPP like, loan. Look, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Like, I probably should have did the PPP. I probably should have oh, did the PPP. Too. But. <laughs> I didn't do this, so but in my mind, I know that it's something else greater for me. It's another plan for mm-hmm. me because, again, I started doing taxes and shit. Mm-hmm. I was in debt, so yeah, never shit. said anything to anyone, really, because I, I had to face the ugly, ugly truth. Mm-hmm. I was 25K in debt. Mm-hmm. 25,000 in debt, making 55-plus thousand dollars a year. 55K is okay. Yeah. It's okay. And it would have been okay if I didn't have the debt. Right. So... I had to face the ugly truth. I had to put all my debt on paper. All my debt I had to put on paper. I hated looking at it. Mm-hmm. And I had to really, like, ask my boyfriend, I want to get my nails done. I want to get my hair done. I want to do it. Don't call me. You paying. Don't mode. call me. Like, no, for real. And I had to go to my cousin. She came to me with the opportunity. Uh-huh. want to do taxes. Yeah. And I never thought it would do what it did. But, like, creating over 12 mm-hmm. plus K in revenue. Mm-hmm. I took that money, and it was so much money coming in at one time. And, you know, I'm still working. Yeah. And on top of that, I'm still getting my own taxes. But I had to take that money. I went in and did a 10-piece down on my debt, cleared half that yeah. debt out, and still coming through and dropping a 1000 two, 3000 and mm-hmm. still being comfortable to be able to, okay, what's next for yeah. me? Yeah. But I had to face the ugly truth, and it's just something that we, uh, within our community we don't because think about it. I was always fresh. I always have me a nice little piece on, always nails and always hair mm-hmm. done. That stuff costs. Oh, yeah. And Definitely. even if you out here a boss, because we do have a lot of bosses out here, mm-hmm. we do have a lot of money generating throughout the community, but nothing is in b- building and investing. No, nobody mm-hmm. is not growing. Mm-hmm. The, if you're spending more, fa- if you're spending faster than you're getting the money, that's where the issue and yeah. is. What was happening to me? And we always shopping with other people too. That's why I shopped with you. Comes like, okay, this this is a part of me just trying to keep the the dollar in the black, black community. Dollar circulating. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, she doing taxes. Why why would I go fuck with somebody else? Yeah, yeah, but you know, again, taking that bet, mm-hmm. taking that bet. But again, you could tell me, you could tell from how I 
carry myself and how I keep myself. I'm for real about my business. Mm-hmm. I This is my first year doing them. Mm-hmm. I did have some issues coming along. I'm still dealing with this little issue that just popped up, but she trusts me and she know mm-hmm. I'm going to get it done. Like yeah. that, I take it serious. Like This is not just getting money. Like I'm helping and I'm changing lives and I'm also educating you and I'm also giving you something that you probably won't get at H&R Block. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to find all the tax breaks I can. I'm going to try to do whatever I can. You got a business? All right, let's get this done. You know, like, let me see what else that I really can do because, again, finance is like one of my passions. It's a real passion for yeah. me. And I cannot wait until, again, the debt is all clear mm-hmm. and I'm actually creating more income off of doing the things that I love outside of working my 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep my 9 to 5, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep my 9 to 5. Ain't no wrong having a 9 to 5. I'm going to keep that 9 to 5. Yeah, that's a, it's, a, it's a type of, you know, it's a certain type of security to come with a 9 to 5. Even though that this Tennessee, people can just fire you at will, but like. I don't want to go to work today. I'm getting paid. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to grind See, today. I'm, I'm a, getting paid. I'm an independent contractor. If I don't work, I don't get paid. So people be talking about they want to be, you know, they own boss. Hey, it's rough. It, it is rough. You get sick, you can't go to work. Ain't if no money coming if in. If you can't stay down and understand it and reaping the benefits. Like, so, like, I'm, you know, you got a friend like me. You mm-hmm. know, like, you know how we are. We're going to push one another. Yeah. And one thing that I definitely I'm going to be able to push you and encourage you to mm-hmm. stay down and do it, especially if I know, like, I'm not as driven how you are with what you're doing. Right. Maybe one day, like I was telling um, telling. Boyfriend, I was telling him, I was like, I'm going to get there, baby. Mm-hmm. Right now, I fought like hell to get to where I'm at mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Yeah. But look at how society has made it for us. You can't even just go to work no more and come home and, and sit with your family. No, you can't. You out here trying you to work too much. DoorDash, Uber, <laughs> shipped, got your order shipping out, still got a clock in. Like, it's tiring. Yeah, it's it tiring. Is. So. I get it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. But when you're really passionate about something and you really believe mm-hmm. in something, nothing is impossible. So right. every day you wake up is knowing. I'm mm-hmm. boyfriend at all the time now. Every day you wake up, no things may not be going how mm-hmm. you want them to be right now. But I woke up one day from going to school, mm-hmm. single mother, no assistance, nobody understanding, fighting through the emotions mm-hmm. in life. So now look at me. And that's why I wanted to uh, talk to you about before we end this, just being grateful despite all the bullshit that's going on around yes. me. I had yes. a, a very, like, inspiring moment for me. Like I told y'all, okay, my granddaddy died, and my daddy had to preach at the funeral, do the eulogy. He, it's basically a sermon. Yeah, yeah. And I, before he started, he was like, God, if you ain't never led me, I need you to lead me this time. Help me get through this. When I say that man preached, he and, through, and I was crying, right? But I'm not crying because I was sad. I'm looking at greatness. I'm looking at my dad at peak right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? You had to speak on his dad. I had to speak on his dad. You know, at his dad's funeral, I'm right. like, right. I can do, if my dad can do that. I can do anything. I can do anything. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. All I have to do is, guess what? Again, I get it how it is. I don't judge nobody for what they believe in, whatever you feel. Mm. But there is a most high. Oh, yeah. There is most one certainly. that's out here that's most really certainly. ahead of us. And again, the gratitude. No, Gratitude will take you so far in life. Mm. Would they be like, "Go, how you doing, Dad?" Kendra, I be want to say, "Well, but I'm here." Yeah. So I'm grateful. <laughs> no, bless. Like I had to think about everything because this too, whatever it is that's bothering me, it's gonna pass. Yeah. Like, and I love that you said this, though. Mm. Like, no, nah, for real, because again, you have something and someone to look up to. Exactly. So again, gratitude and being grateful exactly. that you don't have to go through the hard parts that. Maybe another man got to go through because he don't even have a, exactly. a, a father to look up to. So, exactly. again, you are already 
got yeah. the upper hand with that where I can look up and I, I have a, a figure in front mm-hmm. of me. Okay. I have that figure in I front thank of God for him every day. Well, look, Kendra, it's been great. We had a great conversation as always. I thank you so much for coming out and kicking with me. People gonna love this. You dropped some gems. Thank you. They're gonna love this. And I told you, you need to get your own podcast. You're gonna see. You're gonna see soon. I will not get this y'all right now. I'm all right where I'm at. But I'm (laughs) that hustle is about to kick back in because you can't stay still for too long. But if anybody took anything out for me, I didn't skip it. I went through everything that you went through. And what Nipsey Hustle said in one of his interviews and on his song. The only distinguishing quality between me and anybody else out here chasing after what I'm going mm-hmm. after or what you going after mm-hmm. is it I didn't quit. I did not quit. Exactly. I did not quit. I went through every emotion. So think about all the yeah. emotions that you go through on a day-to-day yeah. basis. There ain't no quitting us. Listen, not at all. This is the Chop by T podcast where we keep it real, raw, and authentic. Until next time. Bye.